0: Afternoon guys, it's Mikey here, Um, just going to bring you the first of uh, what we hope is many Bobblecast match previews, so obviously I'm going to be previewing the um, home game against West Ham at 12.30 on Saturday the 19th of October. So um, what we're trying to do is just give you an insight into, into what we think about what the team selection will be, how the match will pan out, that kind of thing. So if we start with the current form obviously as as evertonians know it's not been fantastic 1-1 won, won in the last 5 games which was the home win versus wolves the 3-2 win um back on the 1st of september which seems like a very very long time ago now um west ham uh sort of patchy form in the last 5 they've won two drawn two and lost one out of the last 5 games um, last time out they uh, lost 2-1 At the London Stadium to Crystal Palace, which is a good away win for Palace, really. They're doing quite well this year. Uh, League table probably doesn't make great reading either. We sit 17th at the start of play. West Ham sitting in a pretty respectable um, 8th place. They've started the season quite well, West Ham. They've had some good results, so um, it's not going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, i move on to the team um, that, that I would pick, not that I, that, that Marco is going to pick by um, any stretch of the imagination at all. So, obviously, Pickford in goal. Uh, same old, same old with him. World-class one minute. Next, he does something completely ridiculous. Schoolboy, boy. Um, he's the only one who's going to be in goal, really, isn't he? Uh, We've got a decent backup. Um, but, you know, he's, he's going to start Pickford. Uh, I think the, the elements of, gay, of his game, he needs to... Get rid of. I think the mistake against City for the Maris free kick when really should have done better. And he, I mean, did he make a laugh and a joke about it? It's you know, it's a talking point. But you know, we'll 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 sort of put that to one side for the moment. So Pickford's going to be in goal. Uh, Right back Sadiqi, obviously. Um, Coleman getting sent off against Burnley hasn't really helped his cause recently, so uh, he'll slot in there. Um, I think this is his chance now. Uh, to to get a decent run of games. Coleman's come into a lot of criticism recently. Uh, His performances have dropped off from the Seamus Coleman in his prime that we knew. I know he picked up towards the end of last season. He had a pretty decent game against Man City, but two red cards in two games after getting sent off last night for Ireland. Uh, I think, you know, his days could potentially be numbered as our starting right back. Um haven't really seen much of Sidibe, um, but what I have seen, he's, he's been okay. Not set the world alight, but um, fingers crossed he copes well on Saturday. Uh, it's too early to make a decision on him for me. I think um, he should get a decent run of games now if he puts a performance in on Saturday. So, you know, three or four games will give us a much better insight into to how he's going to perform for us. Um, centre-half, Mina been our best defender for me this year. He's put some excellent performance uh, uh, as in. Um, I, I think this is maybe due to him being pretty much guaranteed to start. Um, our failure to land Zuma or any other centre half in the summer transfer window has obviously frustrated us all. Um, I thought Zuma was our well he was there's no no question about that he was our best defender. Um, but hopefully with with an extended run in the team Mina can sort of become the player that we hoped he would be Um, the games I've watched of Mina sometimes he's absolutely world class but he's always prone to a bit of lapse in concentration I know um, certainly for the uh, second goal against Sheffield United I said to my dad uh, he made a tackle way up the pitch and he was caught miles out of position then they went up to, uh, to score the second goal and effectively kill the game but um for me our best defender this season, so Sophie can put a, a decent performance in. And then alongside Mina, it's gonna be um it's gonna be Michael Keane, isn't it? He's he's seemed to regress quite a lot this season. Um which is unfortunate because the shades of first these first season Michael Keane, which was an absolute disaster when you think about it. I know there's been things in the press and he's come out and said he was playing through injury and last season he was fantastic, but he was greatly helped once again by Zuma with his um, pace and ability. I don't think he's had a chance to build up a relationship with Keane yet. Um, they haven't played too many games together. I know Mina doesn't speak fantastic English. Um no real excuses as a, as a professional footballer, but communication-wise, it it could be quite difficult for them to establish where they're going to be, etc., etc. So, you know, he's ahead of Holgate anyway in the pecking order for me, Michael Keane. So he'll start on uh, he'll start on Saturday, and then Luca Dean, obviously for obvious reasons. Um, but we have got such a real lack of depth at the back; it's quite worrying. Um, I know Baines is, is is our backup left back, but across the back four for me, it's um, it's quite worrying, and it's an area that needs to be addressed. Um, Dean was last season's Player of the Year; he was absolutely fantastic. He was a bargain at the price we've got. Uh, not hit those heights this year so far. I know he's been caught out on a couple of occasions. Um I know the game against Wolves where uh, Troyori had him on toast for one of their goals. Um but he's more of an attacking fullback isn't he? He's not massively known for his defensive abilities, but going forward he gives us a, an extra dimension to the team which you know is is going to be crucial uh, moving on into the uh, into the coming months of the season. What really frustrated me the most was Dean and Bernard were starting to develop a brilliant partnership down that left-hand side, which was slightly reminiscent from uh, of the Baines and Pinar partnership. And then Iwobi came in, didn't he, and sort of broke that up a little bit. So um, let's hope soon we can get that going again. Uh, but Luca Dean, obviously one of the first names on the team sheet. Uh, now, I'm going to be controversial here because I'm still going to play in my head these two defensive midfielders. Um, West Ham are a good team, so we've got to show them a bit of respect, but just just hear me out on this one. So, first and foremost, Andre Gomez. He's now fit again. So, for me, he's got to start. I think he's our best midfielder. Um, he's shown glimpses of, of brilliance, and he's tailed off in other games, but um, with pretty injury hit in that area of the field, Um With the lab we brought in to uh, replace Guy, whose name I can't pronounce, um, Jean-Pierre Gambin, I think his name is, (laughs) um, getting injured early uh, and Gomez being injured. I think they were going to be our two starting midfielders. So we've been quite unlucky there, but Gomez is back in the team now. Sorry, He's back fit now, so for me, he he slots into the team. Uh, And the second midfielder I play alongside him is Tom Davies. Now, he's been quite unlucky not to get a look in this season. Um, But he's got his critics as well. You know, I've been a critic of his at times. But I think the time has come now that we just can't persist with Schneidlin in the middle of the park. Um, He slows the play up. He passes backwards or sideways. He's got no energy. He doesn't really play the pressing game that Silver plays. I know he's sort of showed some signs of improvement towards the tail end of last season, but he's just gone back into that hole um, for me. And I don't think that... I, well, I don't think if, at 2 o'clock when... The, or, sorry, half 11, when the team comes out on Saturday, if Schneidlin's in it, the moans and the groans from the Evertonians in the pub or wherever they hear the team news will be heard across Liverpool. Um Davies though has put some good performances in um, in the England under twenty threes, who he's the captain for. Um, so he's going to be confident going into this game. He brings energy, he brings you know youth to the team. There's areas of, of his game that he obviously needs to develop, but for me, he's a better option than Schneiderlin, and I believe uh, Fabian Delph is is injured, isn't he? So. Gomez and Schneiderlin starting in in the middle. Then um, on the left hand side, I'd, I'd start Bernard. He was unlucky to lose his place for me at the uh, at the start of the season. He he scored against Watford, didn't he? And he, he was playing pretty well. Always works hard for the team. Tracks back. He's very skillful. Difficult to get the ball off. Um, at times he's lightweight, but I mean you know he's he's five foot five or something, isn't he? So. I think um, the understanding with Dean, as I touched on earlier, really um, was, was promising towards the end of last season and the beginning of this. So, for me, Bernard needs to start, and I think he needs to start regularly for us, um, because, just basically because he brings another dynamic to the team. Um, right-hand side it's going to be um, Richarlison, isn't it? He's Silver's golden boy. Uh, he's one of the most frustrating players... To watch, because if you only see games on Match of the Day, where there's sort of condensed highlights, and he scored a couple of goals, and he's done a couple of bits of Brazilian flair, he looks like a world beater. But for those of us that watch the games, the ninety minutes, or go the games, he's so frustrating. He rolls around on the floor, he flings his hands up in the air, but there's absolutely no questioning on his day. He's one of our best players, and he's a real goal threat as well. So let's hope that he can eventually sort of get that out of his game, and we can um, we can get some more goals and better performances out of him. Um, I know he's sort of deployed as a central striker for me uh, for, for us last year, but for me, his best position is he's going to be out wide, cutting in and uh, creating some chances. The number ten role, Alex awobe now. Sigurdsson divides opinion of Evertonians up and down the country and all over the world. Some think he's great. Some think he, he's one of the main problems in our team at the moment. There's no doubt he's, Sigurdsson is a good player. Um, is he 50 million? Maybe, maybe not. He had a good season last year. He's not started for me this season. He's he's really he slowed up the play. He's not tenacious enough. So I think Iwobi should start in that Number 10 role Started against Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup Which was last time we won Um, Bernard played a lovely ball Into the box And Iwobi ran onto it And crossed the ball for Calvert-Lewin's goal And they're the sorts of runs That I don't think that Sigerson's been making So Iwobi brings He's he's stronger he's, He's more pacey And he's probably a little bit more skillful. So he adds an extra dimension To the team that Sigerson doesn't bring. So let's just freshen it up a little bit there for me. And I'd start at in the 10. And I know I've spoken to a number of Everton fans, and, and they're thinking the same, the same thing. Uh, now, up front, this is the conundrum for Everton, uh, Everton this season. Um, none of our strikers have been really firing. I know Calvert Lewin's bagged a few goals, but he's, he's finishing his paw. Um, so I would personally start Moise Keane. Now we paid £28 million for him, um, labelled as one of the hottest prospects in Europe. Um, we've seen flashes of his brilliance when he's come off the bench. He's been unlucky not to score goals. I know he had a couple against Watford that were pretty close and he played well against Wolves um in the 3-2 win and then against Lincoln in the cup he uh he hit the post didn't he where he created that chance but that's really been about it he's he's been so starved when he's started games through our play that's been so pedestrian and so so repetitive he's not got the service he needs and I think my opinion is if he plays the team that I've selected with the, ad, with the additions of Awobi at 10 and Bernard out wide, I think that they will be able to play the balls into Keane and allow him to make the runs that he needs to do that, that potentially that Sigurdsson um, has, hasn't been allowing him to do. Um, he, he does just edge out DCL. He brings a different... Aspect to the team. He's very good in the air and he works really hard, but I don't think he's a, a striker striker, if you see what I'm saying. So for me, moise Keane starts that game. So that's the starting 11 i I'll go through it again. We've got Pickford, Sadibi, Mina, Keane, Dean, Gomez, Davies, Bernard, Richardson, Awobi, and moise Keane. I've seen a lot of shouts on Twitter for 442. Um to be honest with you, I wouldn't sniff it here, but I can't see Marco Silva changing those tactics. He's uh, He's got his tried and tested formation, which has worked at times, it's just not really worked this season. I think that's due to the to the players that we've had, we've been underperforming, um, but I think this one could work with an injection of, of pace, youth, and just freshen things up a bit, because we need a little bit more energy and urgency in the team. We've been lacking that so badly. And um, the style of play we've had, it's so, so predictable. And so, so easy to play against. Teams work it out really quickly. We've got no plan B. So I think throwing a few new players into the mix could shake it up. Um, if you—you know, I'm, I'm not the Everton manager, it's just my personal opinion. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. Um, Just touch on West Ham slightly. As I said, they've had a decent um, season up to now. Uh, They're definitely, definitely not going to roll over for us and save Marco's job. Um, They are sitting in a relatively decent eighth position. Uh, I know they've had some indifferent results, but they are going to want to kick on and press for Europe. I've heard a few West Ham fans on the radio saying that they could push for the top four. Um, So... They're not gonna be. They're going to be up for this game, sorry. They're not going to want to uh, want to roll over for Everton. And last year they came out three-one winners, didn't they? With uh, Yarmolenko, of course, former Everton target, banging in two goals and having the game of his life. So uh, let's let's hope that doesn't happen on Saturday. Um. So it's a must-win game, isn't it? Not just for us as a club. But for Marco Silva, um, with the club have come out recently and they've, they've said that he's got three games to save his job, whether that be the three league games or include the cup games. But I, I don't know whether who agrees with this, but a loss at home again, which would be the third home game we've lost in a row. Um, and if he continues with that team... N- not necessarily the formation, but the players that is just not working. Schneidlin, or if, for example, he started Walcott against City, and I know that a lot of Evertonians aren't Walcott's biggest fan. If he persists with those players that haven't produced the goods for the season so far, and we get beat, and it's a bad performance, it's, I think that might be the final nail in the coffin. If we went down 2 or 3 0 at home to West Ham, I can't see a way back for Marco Silva. Um, I'd like him to turn it round. I'd love us to fly up the table and win the next six or seven games. But I personally can't see that happening. I think Saturday will be a real good measuring stick for what the squad's thoughts are on the manager, what the harmony's like in the squad. Because I think if they... With them knowing the importance of the game, and if they come out and put in another poor performance and they don't turn up, I think that shows that they're not playing for the manager. So, I think that he could potentially, regardless of what the club has said, if we get beat badly and put another awful performance in, I think that could could be it for Marco. But let's hope not. Let's hope we win and um, I think it will be a close game anyway. On paper, the two squads, very, very similar in terms of quality, similar sort of players, even similar styles at time. I think West Ham's manager, Pellegrini, is a, a good manager and a former Premier League winner. But with the home advantage, crowd behind us, I do genuinely believe that, that we can win this. Um, I think we're, I'm going to go for a 3-1 Everton win. Um, I don't know who's going to score. I'd love him. Always keen to score. Hopefully he'll be able to uh, to bag a goal. Um, and that's it, really. That's the first uh, the first match preview. Hopefully it's not gone on too long. And uh, I would love to hear your comments, your team formations, what you think I've done wrong, what you think we could improve on, and and hopefully we come out victorious on Saturday.